When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. We're on to round two of the FedEx Cup playoffs after all the drama last week in Memphis for the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Elk, that was maybe one of the most dramatic playoffs I have ever seen between Will Zalatoris and Sepp Straka. I have to confess, Diane, I watched it all the way down to Sepp Straka hitting it onto the green in regulation, went to church with my family as I do every afternoon on Sundays at 5.15, came back, got on the telephone and saw everybody talking about Will Zalatoris' seven bounces on the cement side or the rocks on hole number 11. We talked about 11 on this very podcast last week uh, about how difficult and the wins there. It's a harder shot maybe in some cases in the 17th at the Players' Championship because it's a little longer, a little bit different style. Diane, he deserved a break. Will Zalatoris has been like the bridesmaid for like the whole season. It's just been heartbreak and what a dramatic way for him to win a tournament. Yeah, it really was great. And I think it just added to what we were talking about last week, how when it comes to these playoffs, anything can happen. There's so much volatility. There's so much movement. I mean, he was in the playoff with Sepp Straka, who had missed six consecutive cuts heading into the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs, then finished runner-up. I mean, it's amazing. We had JJ Spawn, who went out and shot a 62 on Thursday and really was uh, in contention until it all fell apart on Sunday. But... We had big names like McElroy and Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, all missing the cut. Will is now number one in the FedEx Cup standings. And um, well, the top 70 are going to be playing this week at the BMW Championship. Yeah, we saw, as you said, Seb's tracker, who missed six cuts in a row, finished second in this tournament, jumped over a ton of people, quadruple points, as you mentioned, now into the top 10 in the in the FedEx Cup. Just... Uh, just to go back on Will Zalatoris, Diane, you know, we've everyone's been picking on his putting for all season long. We've been picking him on and off at different times. When the course gets really hard, not saying Memphis was, Will tends to push up to the top because he doesn't have to putt as good. But, Diane, I wish someone would point out the weakness in my game every day to me so I could go fix it because clearly he's fixed it. He made a 15-footer on the last hole. If there was ever a chance for the wobble – to come in, it was going to be on 18 in regulation. And then, of course, had that incredible lucky break, but it wedged up against that piece of turf and had to go back to the drop circle and then got that up and down to win the tournament, another 15-footer. So good for Will Zalatoris. But the main thing is he's fixing his game. He's improving right in front of our eyes. And, and I think he is going to be probably Diane. He could be the FedEx Cup champion, because you've got to, got to think, now we come to big bombs course this week, and where is, where is he emotionally after all that? 
he is, of course, on top of the world. On top of the world. And there's another guy that I think that's really going to impact as well. But we're going to move on to our picks and we'll talk through some of the big names. But as we said, BMW Championship at Wilmington Country Club in Delaware. Now, this is the first time that Wilmington has ever hosted a PGA Tour event. So we don't have a massive amount of course knowledge. Um, you know, you with your knowledge, we're going to talk about some of the trademarks of the course and things that we know and then what we can take from that. But um, as we said, top 70 actually only 68 guys playing because cam smith interestingly has withdrawn because of hip discomfort so we'll see him going for the fedex cup at eastlake next week you know obviously he is going to fall back a little bit in those fedex cup standings and tommy fleetwood isn't playing again either so 68 guys and we're going to make our picks but Elk, let's talk a little bit about the course because you alluded to it there it's a long course and it really is going to favor the bigger hitters this week well first thing i had to do this morning diane was get on the map and and figure out where is delaware to start with the home <laughs> of the president of the united states the second thing is if i was going up there myself diane to play in this event or any tour event i would start to to stake clues because there's not much we know about this course. We know Justin Thomas played here in the Arnold Palmer Cup back in 13, but this course has been lengthened 500 yards by then. JT's probably grown twice the size and he hits it 500 yards further than back then. So there's not much to talk about there. But we do know that this course is in the Northeast, of course, in Delaware. We know it's 7,500 yards long. So that tells me if I'm flying up there today, wow, I mean, 7,500, my course here at Champions is 7,500. 500. I know what that means. It means long second shots into par fours. It means you've got to drive it straight. If you're in the rough, you can't reach the par fours, long par threes, almost unreachable par fives. The second thing is it was done by Trent Jones. What does Trent Jones tell me? Because when you think about going to a Nicholas course, you, you expect to play shots that favor a left to right hitter. Trent Jones is known for these big roly-poly greens, Diane, with a lot of slope in them and different corners of the greens. So that tells me something. The third one is we're going to be back on bent grass up in the northeast. So does that favor guys who were born in the northeast and played growing up in the northeast, just like we talk a lot about guys that grew up in California and are suited more to Poana? So I've taken all those things into account, Diane, because we don't know much about it, not much history of anyone on this golf course. Yeah. But the 7,500 yards is a little concerning for about half of these guys and the bigger greens. So if you hit it high and far and you're confident and you can get it into these corners, then I think that's a huge advantage. And I have stacked my deck again, Diane, to reflect that. Okay. Well, as you say, they have added length to the course, a lot of new bunkers as well. A couple of years ago, a tornado ripped through here and um, they lost a lot of the trees and the bunkers. So they've been doing, obviously, renovation work and preparing for this round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. I've heard that the rough is really thick as well. Um, you talked about the importance of keeping it in the fairway. So that's going to be even more of a premium. And... The weather too, yeah, I think highs of around about 85. I mean, it's going to be hot during the day, but I saw Justin Thomas put on his Instagram this morning that it was 64 in the morning. So chillier, definitely in the mornings. Rain forecast for Saturday as well, which should soften things up a little bit. But um, the other interesting thing is if anyone does know the course, they've switched 
the the writing of the course to allow for hospitality tents and kind of balance out the two nines. So number 16 this week is usually at the 11th. Number 17 is usually the 12th. Apparently the 18th is a a dogleg left par four with an uphill approach shot, bunker sur uh, green surrounded by bunkers. So again, a nice little dramatic end to play. Yeah, I was texting with Mark Leishman this morning. He's on his way and Brian Harmon, two of the secret golf contributors there, both going to weigh in to me later if there's anything extra that I need to put back into this uh Later, yeah. Diana, we're all going to tell me about the course and how it looks, but it looks like it's in great condition. Everyone, everything I've heard and seen so far says so. Um, <clears throat> top 70 guys are here this week. No cut. The volatility trying, everyone's trying to get into the top 30 next week. Who is safe? Probably people at about uh, 25 on the money list are safe. It's usually about four or five spots are usually the ones that we've got to watch out for. Are you looking anywhere in particular close to the bubble boys this week to see who gets on down to Atlanta or are you just going for sheer brilliance like you normally do? The, the, the top of my picks, definitely sheer brilliance. Um, I'll give you my outright favorite in a minute who quietly, you know, bizarrely enough actually um had a fantastic finish last week he wasn't really um shouted about but i'm definitely looking at their number um someone like adam scott who played great last week finished in the top five and made a huge jump up so you have to think someone like him who really you know is now in a prime position to make it all the way to the end clearly in great form but then it is good to look at the guys that are really far back, especially when we saw it last week. The likes of um, Troy Merritt and we talked about Sepp Straka. These guys that can make a huge jump. Lucas Glover made an enormous jump last week. He was, you know, 120 something heading into the FedEx Championship and made it all the way into the BMW after finishing third. So. I love the fact that anything can happen. It obviously makes it a little bit harder for us when we're handicapping and making these picks, but I'm really looking at the number and the motivation factor this week. Now, my pick to win the FedEx Cup and my pick last week, Cameron Smith, who's not playing this week, if he has indeed has bad hip trouble, as he says, then he's made the right decision because if he plays this week, it hurts it more then next week would be a terrible decision to not play in Atlanta. So I'm, I'm assuming in the Smith camp, Diane, he's thinking that, well, no matter what, if I make it to Atlanta and I win, I win the whole show. He, he gets number one on the world ranking. He wins the FedEx Cup. Everything goes his way. What about your guy, Rory McIlroy, who, in my opinion, uh, sort of made a big mistake last week? Uh, wh where are you in the Rory camp? Because he, he was your outright pick for the FedEx Cup. Yeah, and you knew that as soon as we recorded our show, he then did his press conference and said he hadn't picked up a club or been in the gym for two weeks. And you knew that I was going to crumble at that point. <laughs> and um, yes, there was a bit of regret at that stage because I thought it's not what you want to hear when a professional golfer is about to enter into the playoffs and you have them as your pick to win the whole thing. He's still the, the betting favourite for this week. Um, to win the BMW even after missing the cut. So that's quite interesting. Yeah, I, I um, he's not one of my picks this week, but I still am standing by my Rory to win the FedEx Cup. <laughs> Just well, not, let's hope he's not as strongly as I was. <laughs> let's hope he's cracked this well, week before going into the biggest time of the year. Yeah. He's not going to miss the cut this week, right? That's safe to say. So. 
at least we have that going for us. Right, before we get to our picks here on the Tour Report, we're teaming up with Athletic Greens to tell you all about their super product, AG1. Now, I've been using it every day and telling all my friends, so I'm delighted to tell you about it as well. In one scoop, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and probiotics in your diet, nice and easily. Like, it's over and done with very quickly. You don't have to take lots of tablets. Um, I started taking AG1 just to feel healthier overall, get some healthy morning energy, and make sure I was taking the correct supplements in the first place. It's definitely helped with digestion, and honestly, I just feel better overall for starting this small habit. It's a powder and I just put a scoop in water or even in a smoothie with fruit and milk and drink on an empty stomach when I get up in the morning. It's fine for all diets, whether you're dairy-free, gluten-free or keto and contains nothing artificial at all. Um, as I said, I just find it much easier than taking pills and actually enjoy the taste. It's way nicer than some of the green health drinks that I've forced out in the past. Plus, for less than $3 a day, you're getting all-in-one nutrition, so you'll feel healthier throughout the day. And I feel like I make better choices when it comes to eating. <laughs> now, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash secret golf. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash secret golf to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Right, let's get into our picks this week for the BMW Championship. We each have an outright favourite, a one to watch and a dark horse. Of course, at higher odds. I'll let you start with the outright favourite. I know we've been between a lot of names, um, but let's see who you're going to go with. Yeah, when I think about a 7,500-yard course, good weather, uh, playing in the northeast with uh, a big golf course by Trent Jones where it has undoubtedly has cloverleaf type greens, a lot of shots, carries over water. I'm thinking about, Diane, who would hit the shortest clubs into those greens and who would be the, the highest ball hitters, the most crisp strikers that we have on tour. Yeah. There's about four guys that come to come to my mind. Of course, Will Zalatoris is not my pick this week, but he is going to be, I mean, could you ever think of a guy that hits it high and far that could play this course with that much confidence that he did last week? He's in there. I'm looking back at uh, Cantlay to come back. This is the time of year, of course, last year we would have said, hey, Cantlay's just going to win all the way through, and he did so. Um, but I'm looking at young Cameron Young, who grew up in New York, Diane, the, the longest hitter we all remember at the 18th at the old course where he hit him, hit on the green and made an eagle. We saw Rory McIlroy with all the adrenaline behind him come up about 20 yards short. So we know how far Cameron Young hits the ball, having an incredible season. We saw, we saw that uh, Will Zalatoris um, you know, got his breakthrough last week. We also know that the rookie of the year is between Cam Young, Davis Riley, and Sagith Thagala. And would a win absolutely seal the rookie of the year? Yes, it would. Cameron Young is, I think he's won $6 million this year as a rookie on the tour, which is incredible. Uh, the only thing left for him is to win. And, and this may be just it for him up in the Northeast, super long course, high hitter, tons of spin, just awesome player. So I'm picking Cam Young this week uh, to win this tournament. I love that. I really do. Um, 13th in the FedEx Cup standings. And I think you talked about the amount of money. I think Will had made the most amount of money without a win. 
and Cam Young was right behind him. The two of them have been so close all season. I mean, Cam Young has like five runner-up finishes that seeing Will win could give him that extra push to get over the finish line this week and win one of the big ones. So I love that. And he's higher odds this week. He's what, 28 to 1, 25 to 1? Yes. Which is great. Um, my outright favourite is nowhere near that. He's definitely one of the favourites at 14 to 1. So I'm going to go with John Ram, who finished in a tie for fifth last week in Memphis and it quietly did so. There wasn't a lot of hurrah around John Ram and I, I was expecting a little bit more. Just had a baby. His wife Kelly gave birth to their second son right before the playoffs. So it's going to be tough for him to be away at this time for three weeks. So he wants to go out there and obviously make it worthwhile. He's 14th in the FedEx Cup standings. And last week, as I said, finished fifth, but played great. His game was sharp overall. First in scrambling, first in greens and reg last week, third off the tee. We know how well uh, Ram can drive the ball. Longer golf course, favours the big hitter. So I think he's going to make a huge jump up the standings this week. And at 14 to 1, I'm picking John Ram as my outright favourite. We've got two power fades going off the tee this week, Diane. Both both hit the hit the ball very straight. Sounds like by the rough that we're going to have to be down the fairway and in the down way down the fairway and in the fairway. And those two guys that we just mentioned as our favourites, you know, there's guys we haven't talked about at the top here. You know, Scotty Scheffler. Where do you see his rebound this week? After all the talk about him, we got Spieth missed the cut. Uh, we talked about Rory. Do you see Jordan Spieth? Uh, doing anything this week? I personally don't. I think if I was to look at one other name, it would be Justin Thomas. Another um, high, long hitter. Yeah. Um, and we all know, you talk about it all the time, that he's such a, a fighter. He's a competitor. He wants to win that FedEx Cup. And even though he played this course in the Arnold Palmer Cup in 2013, it was a long, long time ago. I don't know, a little bit of course knowledge and, and being on that winning US team could make a, a bit of difference this week. The other thing, and this ties into my one to watch, so I'll just go right into him. But when I looked at course comps, Quail Hollow seemed to be the closest. And Quail Hollow, another big course, obviously, that's where Justin Thomas won his PGA Championship in 2017. So that was a little tick for me. And that leads me into my one to watch because I didn't pick this guy immediately. I kind of planned all my picks out yesterday and it wasn't him. And then this morning I woke up and I was like, I'm picking Max Homa. And maybe it's a little bit of a heart pick. I don't know, but he obviously won the Wales Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow. He won at Riviera. You know, these are bigger courses, even though he's very kind of middle of the pack when it comes to distance, 55th for the season on the PGA Tour. But um, I, I'm going to go with Max Homa this week. I think that he's had a great season. He's in a good position right now, 21st in the FedEx Cup standings. So you would think that he's going to be safe to get all the way to Eastlake, but I still think he wants to obviously have a good week and, and, and increase that number before the Tour Championship. So I'm doing it. Max Homa at 35 to 1 is my one to watch. I have a lot of guys that I'm watching uh, this week, but the one that you've already talked about on this show that I'm going to go with one to watch this week is Adam Scott. And I always like guys that are rounding their way into form Scotty is 60 to 1 this week. I mean, the guy plays great on fast greens. He's a master. He's won the Masters. 
He knows how to play long golf courses. He's probably one of the best drivers of the golf ball course. His swing is, you know, awesome. And when when he gets his swing going, he hits it so far and so straight off the tee. I mean, he's a different sort of striker than someone like uh, Justin Thomas or Cam Cam Young. I mean, Adam Scott is literally goes machine like when he starts hitting the ball well. It's all about the putter with him. It's kind of all about the putter with Cam Young. It's all about the putter with John Rahm. However, when these guys do get going, it seems to be that they they find themselves at the top of the board. It won't surprise me, Diane, at this course that we won't see a lot of low scores right out of the gate. We may see it as the week goes along, as the guys get used to the course and and figure out how to play it. Uh, So always Adam Scott is a big pick for me when the scoring is not gigantic low because he's not the best putter, but he's a super striker. I'm watching Adam Scott at 60 to 1 this week, Diane. The, the Aussie, mate. Come on, mate. He, um, last week after finishing fifth, he jumped from number 77 to number 45. And we were on him a lot over the last few weeks. He finished top 15 at the US Open, top 15 at the Open Championship at St. Andrews. And we said then that, you know, these guys have goals and his goal is going to make it to East Lake. So this is the first time in a couple of years that he's been in this position at the BMW. So you talk about his high odds. I was looking this morning. Adam Scott for a top 10 finish is plus 450. Four and a half to one. Yeah, four and a half to one. <laughs> but even that is great for a top 10 finish. So I love it. I love that you just changed that up. We had not talked about Adam Scott this morning and you threw that one in there. I love it. You never know what I'm going to do until I get the feel for that. I'm seeing that course back there in the background. Um, Now, I'm going to move into my dark horse, Diane. I am looking for someone that has long odds over 100 to 1. I am looking for someone that is a long driver Mm -hmm. and plays well. You mentioned already that this – that Quail Hollow, where they're going to have the President's Cup this year, is one of the longest courses on tour. This man particularly played super well there. He didn't win the tournament, but he was right in contention all the way, I think the last couple of times. Luke List, 42nd on the FedEx Cup, 12th in driving distance off the tee, Diane, 250 to 1. What would it take for Luke List to get into the top 30? As a young guy, I don't think he's ever been in the top 30, so I know he hasn't. 42, is he need, does he need a top 10? Yeah, at least, uh, yeah. Yeah, top 10 maybe. That's my pick for my dark horse this week, okay. Diane. I, did, I, was, I was looking at uh, young Lucas Hebert, or Lucas. I was looking at young Lucas Herbert from Bendigo, <laughs> Australia, mate, but I picked an Aussie for my... Um, Bendy goes down in Victoria where the greens are super fast and okay. this will be suited for him. So he's my sort of other okay. one to watch dark horse person. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. We'll keep an eye on him this week. because He's a 200 to one is Lucas. Yeah. Lucas is 250 to one. Um, some other names we were talking about. Wyndham Clark, who's the bubble boy at number 70 this week. He's 150 to 1. Again, huge hitter. Fifth on the PGA Tour this season in distance. I'm still not giving up on Taylor Pendrith 100% yet. He's 90 to 1. Again, massive hitter. And we talked about him last week, how he's maybe one of the kind of most underrated of these new guys because he was injured and had to miss like four months of the season. But enormous off the tee but um yeah he's 90 to 1 my other guy is 90 to 1 as well but i'm sure if you look around you might find about 100 to 1 somewhere so 
Um, I'm not completely breaking the rules, but I'm going to go with Sahith Gala. And looking at his numbers, he's 43 in the FedEx Cup standings right now. He's had a good year as well. Still looking for that win. Um, and he played well last week. So I think the motivation is there for Sahith to end the year on a high and obviously has to have a good week if he's going to move up into the top 30 and get to the Tour Championship for the first time. So there we go. Taylor Penguin, yeah, so, Sahith Thagala. Sahith Thagala was in, like, in college a year ago out at Pepperdine. Uh, and now he's on the tour. He almost won the Phoenix uh, tournament, the Waste Management. Then he made a mess of the Hartford tournament. Remember, of course, he drove it in the fairway bunker and decided to do a crazy thing and try to go for it and left it there, made double and lost it. But today, Diane, the Rookie of the Year, Cameron Young, Davis Riley and Sahith Thagala, it's absolutely Cam Young today, don't you think? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I was I was surprised at Cam Young's odds this week. Being like, I find them at twenty eight to one, um, twenty five to one is kind of the lowest. I was surprised at that. As you say, huge hitter. It's amazing to see these young guys just put on performances. We talked about Will Cam Young, Sahith is another one. Um, it's it's great to see, and it's kind of this new generation of guys that are really coming up through the ranks quickly. The rumours of Cam Young possibly going to live as well. They came out last week. That's been shushed a little bit this week. But, you know, these guys just have to focus on the playoffs now. There's $18 million for the winner up for grabs next week of the FedEx Cup. So they're all in on these playoffs, and it's a, a really exciting time to be following the PGA Tour. Um, and, and talking of live golf, Elk, before we go, big meeting today with Jay Monaghan on the PGA Tour. Um, the guys are going to be at the BMW Championship. Apparently, Tiger Woods is flying in. Um, I don't think all the players are going to be at the meeting, and I think some will be joining via Zoom. But what do you, what do you think is, is going to be said today? Well, it's very interesting. I remember back in about 96 when... Uh, they were talking about a breakaway tour and they brought Arnold Palmer in to talk to us. It was about, you know, the, the history of the tour and how, you know, our legacy, et cetera. You know, I don't know if there's much to talk about, honestly, in regards to live. And I'll tell you why, because all the players that have sort of been talked about are leaving or they've already gone mm -hmm. and the tour just won a lawsuit to stop the guys from coming back. Um, they also can't really talk about the majors because the tour doesn't control those. They can't really talk about official world golf rankings because only one guy in the room, that would be Jay Monaghan, can vote on that. There's other, other people that vote. So I'm not sure exactly what they're going to be talking about today other than maybe rallying the troops together to sort of, hey, hold the line a little bit here. Let's not get carried away. We, we've got a lot of sponsors that are concerned about this. We've got TV contracts. We've got all these things. And, you know, I think Jay Monaghan is under a lot of pressure, not about his job, but I think about just live golf in general. Um, we saw it last week, evidently, that, the, that we were lacking the star power of not having, whether you like them or not, not having the camera be able to zoom over to see what Bryson, Brooks, DJ, Reed, Garcia, all these guys, um, you know, Abraham Answer, Ortiz. There's a, there's a big gap. And if you look at the list this week, it's, it's, it's different, Diane, looking at this. What do you make of the star power that's, that's sort of not there. It's just very evident to me that uh, we've lost a lot from the tour this on this season. I was talking to someone on Saturday and 
you know, not to offend anyone, but they said to me, we, we put the golf on and they were like, well, I don't want to watch JJ Spawn and Trey Mullinax go out and win a tournament. And as harsh as that is, um, we had the likes of John Ram, who was in contention and, and hardly saw anything of him. Um, Cam Smith, obviously, was in contention um, until Sunday, really, when he was awarded a two-stroke penalty before play began. He started hot, but then kind of fell away a bit. Um, I think the the Will Zalatoris storyline kept me hooked on Sunday because I wanted to see him win after all this time. And obviously the playoff was dramatic. But I, I know I'm different. I'm never going to stop watching and enjoying the PGA Tour. Um for a variety of reasons. But the characters, the big name characters are definitely missing. And I think, you know, obviously we have the big names all playing this week. Next week's going to be great. We almost need them to perform on the course. Rory talks such a, a great game for the PGA Tour off the course. To go out and miss the cut last week was really disappointing for everyone, you know, especially him. So... Hopefully this week will be a little bit different in that sense. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think I agree with you. It'd be interesting to see what we will hear, what what the meeting was about. Maybe we'll come and weigh in about it and see what uh, we what we've learned. Tuesday seems to be the day where everything kicks off. <laughs> Over the past couple of months, Tuesday has been the day of the drama <laughs> between PGA Tour and Live Golf. So. Yeah, as, as the day unfolds, I'm sure we're going to hear more. Um, Live Golf are very good at, at coming back with some sort of statement. So I'm sure we'll hear from them. And yeah, as always, whenever there's something to discuss and to get your opinion on it, then we're going to do that. So what it, seem, it, it seems to me, Diane, that Live Golf organization is is marching forward and whatever they're doing they're doing they're not really affected by anything the tour seems to keep reacting to this guy may be leaving or that guy leaving or our sponsors aren't happy or what you know it's it's a very very jumbled up over here players don't want to talk about it justin thomas doesn't want to rory doesn't want to talk about it anymore um it's uh it's fragmented to say the least yeah it really is Right, anyway, that was our tour report this week for the BMW Championship. Next week, top 30 play at Eastlake in Atlanta. We've got the staggered scoring that comes into effect. We'll go through all of that and give you our full preview and picks next week for the finale of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Sports Social Podcast Network.